0: and we are live i'm here with cameron party hardy <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the best fight name in mma
1: <laughs> it's mint isn't it you can't go wrong with it i don't think there's anyone else with anything like that so i'm over the moon
0: oh, i absolutely love it Is, does it come from being a party boy
1: I think it does. Yeah, I think the lads, uh, the lad who made the top, I think he realised I was a bit of a party boy outside the MMA bit. That's where that come from.
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, I wanted to congratulate you on some amazing news. You've just signed a multi-fight deal with Cage Warriors. That's so exciting.
1: Oh, uh, honestly, I'm absolutely buzzing with it. Like, like you say, I've I've watched Cage Warriors for for a while now. So to get offered that multi-fight deal was absolutely unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, and you're moving to bantamweight as well for the first time. it'd Be the first time you fought at bantamweight?
1: Yeah, so most of my fights were at featherweight, and then I had one at a weight of 140. Um, towards the end of the career, my getting to featherweight was r- really easy, and yeah. obviously, as you, as you start coming across tougher competition, the more fights you get in, um, I, I, I realized that bantamweight is going to be the best place for me.
0: Yeah. And there's such a a kind of history attached to the bantamweight division at at Cage Warriors. People have gone on to such big things. uh, Just in recent years, we've had Brett Johns, Jack Shaw, Nathaniel Woods. like You're an illustrious company, that division.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why I was over the moon with Cage Warriors, because it's Europe's top show. There's top talent on it. And to to be involved with all that talent, it's... um, it's it, it makes you, it makes you proud almost
0: and the current champ in that division is jack cartwright now yeah. you're sbg he's also yeah. sbg manchester yeah. would you two ever fight i mean i don't actually think he's far off the ufc personally but would, he's would you definitely two knocking ever on the door of the of UFC? ufc yeah uh,
1: i don't think we would because we make trips to Manchester to train with the Manchester team anyway, so it wouldn't be right to fight a teammate. He's a good teammate of uh, my coach, David Grant, as well, so it it wouldn't be right. But I think by the time I get to that point anyway, he should be signed with the UFC.
0: And I was watching an interview that you did uh, this week, I think, but um, you were talking about the fact that you're not going to be on the March trilogy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna.
1: That's because I'm in uh, Vegas uh, for the UFC. Um, it had been it had been too much of of a fanny on between mine and Davies' fight. Um, it had too many negatives to the positives to to yeah. fight, and and I got told that it'd be fine for the next show anyway. So what's the point in jumping in and 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 risking a loss when you can just wait a couple of extra weeks and and jump on the next show?
0: Because presumably, like all of your coaches, I know Davey's one of your coach, but not just him. I assume that the team that's out there with him and the people that you'd want in your corner back here.
1: Exactly. So it would be a case of going to Vegas with them, but then obviously you've got to focus on Davey's fight. Um, coming back, having the jet lag. I think we would land back on like the Monday or the Tuesday. Then I'd have been fighting on the Thursday. My first weight cut to Banton weight. Do you know, just everything like that playing a factor. Or I could... Which I would happily sack off an opportunity like that for my own opportunity with a fight, but then I'd have no head coaches myself back here. So yeah. it it just makes sense just to wait them extra few weeks.
0: I feel like it's too much of an opportunity for you to, for not everything to be perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like for like I haven't fought for two years as well. It'll be like two years out the cage and stuff like that. So it it's just it just makes sense. And if I can get the best of both, then why not?
0: Yeah, exactly. And after Jack, right, there is quite an open division. Um, you must see Oh, the yourself division
1: the division staff, well. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like there's some good fights, some good scraps to be made. I'm actually quite excited about some of the fights that could be made.
0: I'm excited for you. Who who have you got your eye on?
1: <clears throat> I haven't got my eye on anyone, to be fair. Um I just whoever the throw is, I'm I'm happy to jump in. The, I'm not one to like call out names or anything like that. Um, but put put me in there. I'm I'm happy to go in straight at the top, straight in the deep end, and and see what happens. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited <coughs> to see it. And I wanted to talk to you a bit about like the last time you were in the cage and it's it's going to be a while. You're going to be out of the cage for, for two years before you get to fight again. Are you concerned about that at all? Are you worried about ring rust?
1: I don't think so. I think with ring rust, I think it's, I think as long as you know, you've mentally prepared. And I suppose it's how you deal with it on the day. Um don't get me wrong, when I was, I think I had like six fight camps in one year with five fights. Um, that uh, I, that did, it was more like, right, here's another fight, let's go. Here's another fight, let's go. Not like worrying about everything. And it was. It, it did come a little bit more natural when I was fighting that often. But I know that I'm going to be like prepared well. Um, I'm putting in the effort and training now, never mind when it comes to my actual fight camp. So I think once I once I make that walk and the the cage door's locked I don't think it'll change much to be fair.
0: Yeah the jury seems to be out or people have different opinions of, of how much it matters and some people think that it's it's all in your head and so some people think it's a real thing Connor blamed inactivity recently yeah. but I guess it's what you make of it. I,
1: yeah I think it's just I think it'd be more the mental side than anything else. Um but if you're getting the right sparring in and stuff like that the sparring to fight situation and that you're doing well in sparring there's a good chance you're going to do well in your fight um but then like Davey who's who's experienced all sorts he's experienced awful camps with injuries he's experienced the best camps he's had the best camp had the worst fight the worst camp with the best fight so i think it's just all you've got to do is turn it on for them 15 minutes and that's it
0: yeah, and you mentioned going to Vegas with him next time. You were at Fight Island with yeah, him yeah. Uh, before that. <laughs> just incredible performance last time out. Yeah, what was insane. it like to be in his corner? And more specifically, especially after he broke it, his jaw, were oh. you <laughs> just like, <laughs> tell me how that felt?
1: I honestly shit myself. <laughs> When I seen him go down, I was like, I was like said, like I've said before, like I was more nervous walking out for him as the main cornerman for any of my fights. Any of my yeah. fights. Because um, it was just like obviously he's taking advice from me, but he's my coach. It should be the <laughs> other way around. Um but no, it was good like he, he I didn't even know his job, like I didn't think it was as bad as what well it was because of how well he recovered from when he got yeah. knocked down. It wasn't until he came into the corner. It was just like my jaws broke and inside I was like, oh, my God. But then I didn't show it. I was like, you're fine, you're fine. He was just like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) And then just went out there. I dropped him in the second, then knocked him out in the third.
0: It was such a crazy fight.
1: Oh, he he made it an easy day in the office for me.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, no. I was nervous and excited watching and it was just brilliant. And it's kind of... Just epitomizes him, actually. I think that whole to be fair, what didn't
1: help was having no crowd and hearing the shots go in,
0: yeah. Because I, th- I think they, you're right,
1: they had a good tear up. So, there was even some shots where I'm in the corner, like oh, oh, like that, like the shots were, and you can just hear the fuds. And it didn't was, didn't it like, open
0: the card as well?
1: The whole fight island, it was the first fight of the whole fight island.
0: <laughs> what a way to start! I know,
1: unreal, unreal. <laughs>
0: And He was obviously pleased with you if he's bringing you back with him.
1: <laughs> I know I must have done it all right, I must be his lucky little charm.
0: What was that experience like being on Fight Island, being in the like you know just around the the whole UFC experience?
1: Yeah, so like even for me, like a little bit star, star struck, just star struck. Um, being in like walking past them, you know, in the hotel, like yeah. walking past. Aldo uh, Volkanovsky Holloway Walk and Pastor, like because obviously Davy was fighting um a lad from Max Holloway's gym. Mm. So and um, me and Davy were walked in the elevator and it was Max Holloway and his coach. And Max Holloway turned around to Davy and went, I believe you're in the wrong lift. It's like something <laughs> along them lines. And then he was like, I'm only joking, man. I'm really looking forward to your fight. It's gonna be a good fight and stuff like that. So do you know, just like oh, little wow. moments like that. And it like yeah. like it it gives you the kick up the ass because it's like you could be here. So it just it just gives you that little extra drive to 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 push for what you know you can go and get.
0: Yeah, I imagine it just makes a hungry fighter even hungrier.
1: Yeah, massively. Like I it was a nightmare for me because I come back with this absolute buzz. I was like, get me back in that cage because I wasn't even training, I was working. And then I come back and i have done the longest shifts I've ever done in my life, couldn't even get in a normal <laughs> gym. So it's an absolute nightmare.
0: So what what job were you doing then? Because I know you were in the navy, and then you came out of the navy. So what were you doing when when you came back from Fiord Island? Uh, I
1: was uh, I was doing rope access. So with rope access, you constantly work. You're never really at the same place. It's sort of like self employed. So you can jump from company to company, and you're just working constantly up and down the country at different places sometimes having to stay over or or you'd only travel home for the weekend it was a bit like being away in the navy again just constantly away but obviously with that problem whilst i was in the navy i had gym 01 where i was at in portsmouth but with this Mm -hmm. um especially through covid and stuff as well but even before covid um i could barely i could barely get in the gym to to be in davies because i was just working away so I, i was only in normal gyms And um, just doing like weights as such and stuff like that, because there was no MMA or kickboxing or anything like that really to go to.
0: Yeah, that's so difficult to to even think of making a comeback when you're not training properly. But now I believe I'm right in saying that you're training full time.
1: Yeah, training full time now. Yeah, thanks to sponsors.
0: So who are who are these amazing sponsors
1: let's give them a shout out now so the first one the luxury bed company uh he's been one of my best mate for years um his company's doing unbelievably well and he was like he, he likes to th- he, he thinks for everyone else as well and he was just like look I, i'm in a position to um to sponsor you and he's like i can do this like this much for you you need to go out and get the rest and it was he rang me at work and he was like you ready to leave your job and i was like what I was like, Are you serious? And he was like, yeah. And then just put it all on the table for me and, and set me off. Um so he done like the massive chunk of it. And then the other chunk, uh, I put a Facebook post out. And um, like and it's like quite a small little town. Um, I don't think there's any active professional MMA fighters at the minute. Male, uh, there's Lanchana China Green female. Um and I put a post out and like everyone's like was dead supportive and everyone's sharing the post and stuff like that. And I managed to get uh, it was auto skins, vehicle styling, uh, scaffolding company, straight up scaffold, MSH. I got um, McNulty and Tons Roofing, Ultra Recovery, and then I got Capo Management managing me. So it, it's just it's unbelievable what they're doing for me. And I honestly couldn't be doing what I'm doing now without them.
0: Incredible. It's lovely to see people supporting you like that. And uh, like you said, Fight Island made you hungry. For the ufc and cage warriors as we know is a proven pathway to the ufc was that the main appeal of signing with them
1: uh, it was yeah and just like the fact of like what they're doing during this pandemic is unbelievable as well you don't see many other shows doing what they're doing um that just goes to show how much of a good company they are like a good organization that they are and like you say the, like especially the bantamweight division it's stacked it's talent. You do well in that division. You're going to do well anywhere. So, yeah. To, to like, like, I'm not one. Like, I want to challenge myself, and the best way to do that is by joining Cage Warriors and, and challenging their top guys.
0: Totally agree with you. I just want to give you a couple of shout outs before we move on. Combat Challenge says, "Good luck to Cam. Look, looking forward to watching this. Save my man. <laughs> Hope we're delivering." <laughs> 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 Uh, Mitchell Wilson says, "Up the Hardy,
1: <laughs>
0: Khan M A, awesome champ, part time PT, <laughs> <laughs> Sam England, giving you a shout, shout out." <laughs> <laughs> He's having a little giggle to himself. Oh,
1: they're loving it, aren't they? <laughs> so,
0: how did you get into? Uh, how did you get into MMA in the first place?
1: Um, I started Thai boxing first when I was eleven. Um, my mum and dad they used to actually watch the UFC um, back in the day. I, I think I first started watching it when it was like the the good old uh, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz days. That yeah. was when the, that was when I first started watching it, and we started at a Thai boxing club called Hanuman. Um, and that was when I was at eleven. But I was always, as a kid, I think especially when I was young, it was always wanting to be a footballer. Um, but yeah. as I got older, I got two left feet. I, I was useless <laughs> I used to get subbed in for a throw and then subbed off um so uh and then it, that just started to take over i really took to it it was one of them where I just like i picked it up quite naturally um and then towards the end of the tire boxing i was even in the adult classes at like 13 14 year old then joined evolution then as i joined the navy bit of boxing then found the mma so um just fly fly and started flying with that and then just Proper found a love for it. I loved it as much, but stopped eight football at eighteen. But it just it just took over.
0: Yeah, and I'm delighted that you made your amateur debut on BCMMA, it's my favourite regional show. And <laughs> I was looking on that particular card, and you had Corey McKenna fighting on that card, yeah, and yeah. James Webb on that card. So you're in good company. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a, it was a great card to to start off on. It was a top show, so it was. Uh, like it sort of set the standards for me to be fair do you know what i mean it was like jumped on that show and it was like whoa this is mint do you know what i mean and it it, it made you that made you that little bit more hungry
0: yeah no i i absolutely love that show and there's so many people who've been on it who've gone on to amazing things and you join that list of course as well have you got any idea when the next cage warriors show is after the one in march
1: um, I think it's around summertime. I'm not 100% sure, but I can't see it being too long after this. I know they are looking to get very active with fights and stuff like that. So hopefully it's not too soon because I'm itching to get in there now.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure you are. And that'll be, what is it like, that'll be six months of full-time training for you. like
1: Yeah. Superb I, 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 had, to... I had a nightmare at the start with injuries, but my physio, John Flynn, he's, he's just been seeing me weekly, just keeping on top of me. So... Um it it's made it coming back easier. Like you say, another sponsor like such as John, like it just helps loads. Cause otherwise I'd have just been sat in my bed crying about my injuries without anyone seeing oh, them. So
0: no.
1: I can cry to him at least.
0: <laughs> so how are those injuries doing? They're they're hanging uh, up well?
1: Yeah, so like my shoulders at the start, I generally couldn't do more than a round or two on the pads. Um struggling with reps warming up on an extra light resistance band and stuff like that. And now I'm back on smashing weights with my shoulders, smashing pads and stuff like that. So that's straight back in. And then if I ever get any little niggles, he just books me straight and then gets on top. So it it took a while for my shoulder. It wasn't just one of these where it was a couple of sessions and then he's constantly had to see to me and, um, it's it's just picked me straight back up and then it, it's more so after Christmas when I've come back in after Christmas that's it I've just been often constantly in the gym learning it's it, it's been class after Christmas like I've been loving it
0: oh, I feel like the summertime is going to be the perfect time for you exactly yeah
1: yeah just
0: you know, come through the other side of these injuries, put everything together that you've, you know, the the full time training, everything you you've taken from that, and just be a real powerhouse in this division.
1: Yeah, because like you say at the start as well, I obviously I started off really heavy. I was like seventy eight to eighty kilo because I was just literally doing weights and stuff. Um, I had the niggles, and even just getting like my MMA brain back, like like I'll be just I'll be doing things like in a warm up, and I'm like, why have you done that? What are you doing? And it's just like, you know, just like, especially like, say, with the likes of jiu you know, just missing daft little bits out. And now all that's just come together now. So now I'm like, I feel like I'm back on track. So it was like I was down here, I'm back on track, and now I'm starting to make more improvements now. So I'm looking forward to putting them to the actual test.
0: I love it. I love it. And I'm I'm hoping that you get another amazing experience when you go out to Vegas that just... Sets you on fire even more. Uh, should we talk about Davy's fight quickly? Because uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's another good one. He's fighting Jonathan Martinez, who's coming off a win to Thomas Almeida. Um, yeah, just like that's. I mean, that's another division that's on fire. What do you think of that fight?
1: It's going to be an exciting fight because I know what Davy likes. He he doesn't want a boring fight. He wants to just like he wants fireworks in his fight. The way Martinez fights, he wants fireworks in his fight. It, it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be one of them like edge of your seat performance of the night fight. I, I can just see it. And <laughs> oh, it's a I feel night. Sorry for you. It's <laughs> a nightmare. It's it so feels sorry for me. I have to be Southpaw as his training partner. It beats me <laughs> nothing orthodox as it is. Never mind Southpaw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Davy knows how to be in a boring fight. <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't.
1: That's his problem. <laughs>
0: Well, I wish you a brilliant time out there. I hope it goes really well. I hope it just makes you even hungrier. We're so, so excited uh, to to see you back in there for the return. Oh, we've got one one quick question coming for you before we go. Who would you love to do a week's training with, fighter or trainer, out of
1: anyone? It'd have to be someone like, you know, like George St-Pierre. Yeah, some someone like that because the amount you would learn in a in a week would just be unbelievable. I think, or there's like them Thai coaches out in Thailand. There's there's a couple that are just like unbelievable. It it would be good to experience them. But I'd probably say someone along the lines of like George Saint Pierre. I'd like to do a week's training with.
0: That that would be absolutely incredible. And Ellie Beagle uh, she says she got your name wrong first of all, and then she's correcting herself. <laughs> but she's saying well done.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: Fake man Cunion says you tangle GSP up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd retire if I did.
0: Uh, do you want to give shout out to anyone at the gym? Thank you, any of your training partners though, uh, or whatever. Like I
1: say, it's Davy is um he, he took me straight under his wing as soon as i uh, returned home how from long
0: portsmouth. have
1: you been training there now um i left in june 2019 and then i was always on off on off training um but since then i've i've always been to to Davy. um like you say from the start you've got Craig Willis at Hanuman James Cockle, Luke Randall Ryan Adams who brought the whole mma thing towards me i can't thank him enough for what you've done for me when i was in portsmouth That Jamore One family was absolutely fantastic to me. Um, And then also SBG, Bishop Auckland, who have just took me straight under the wing and brought me straight into their little family as well. Um, And then, like you say, everyone at SBG, what SBG has, it's unique, like the the whole One Tribe thing. um, Everyone's just there to help each other out. Um, So you've got like the South Shields, the Manchester lot. I know that there's other SBGs and stuff as well, and everyone just welcomes you straight in. So... I can't Do you train at all of
0: those, all of the SPG gyms like
1: um, around you? Uh, yeah, so like we're involved with Alex a lot, um, yeah. Alex London a lot. Then Another Matt great in coach. Involved. Exactly, yeah. So that's what I mean. The knowledge is just endless. and the, the knowledge is unbelievable that like, you're getting from time to time. And then you've got Matt Inman in Manchester as well. So yeah. like the, the knowledge of Davey, Alex and Matt itself is is unreal. And it just, it progresses you so much as a fighter. Then obviously, um, my sponsors that like wouldn't this wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for them. And to yeah. be fair, the whole of or even just like sharing them daft posts on Facebook, sharing the Instagram stories, putting a like stuff like that, that like that all goes that all goes far with me. So I c I can't thank everyone enough and hopefully I'll be getting that world title to to thank them.
0: Oh, and big big shout out to your sponsors again because I, I really love it when people can, you know, put 100% into following their dream yeah, and yeah, just going all the way. Sam England says, how long before you're the world champ?
1: I dare say it, it will be 12 to 18 months before I'm world champ.
0: I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited to see it. I'm excited for the return. Thank you so much for your time, Cameron.
1: Thank you, Kate. I appreciate that. Thank Cameron you. Cameron Party
0: Hardy, everyone. Thank you for watching. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs>